Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Elka Schultz, a registered psychotherapist. And Elka joins us to talk about anxiety, the ways to deal with it and live a more peaceful and joy-filled life. Elka is also an author and brings us two very helpful books, Anxiety Warrior, Volume 1 and 2. And these can guide us with some exercises and strategies. Elka Schultz, good morning. So wonderful to welcome you once again. Thank you so much, Kate. I'm happy to be here. Always thrilled to share. So happy happy to do this. <laughs> and of course, I love having you join us because you have such wonderful wisdom and healing energy and strategies to share with us. And we need that any time in our lives. But certainly, you know, as this time of... Uh, pandemic rolls on, um, so much stress perhaps is really increasing and tensions between peoples and all, all sorts of tension going on. And so it's wonderful to be able to speak with you because certainly with your work around Anxiety Warrior, there's the books, you have your website, that really it captures the essence here of we want to deal with anxiety and do it in such a way that we're the warrior over that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And it can be managed. As you know, and I mentioned on a previous show is that, that I manage my own anxiety and it used to be uh, debilitating at one point. And now I, I rarely notice it. I still have it. I notice a little bit more though on my strategies, I put them into place and um, I'm golden. I feel like I'm pretty happy most days and thriving. So there's a couple of things about that, Elka. One is, of course, the fact that you saw that in your life and you were able to work with it, manage it, overcome the majority of it, and then share your strategies with the world. Anyone who wants to also go th- along the path and and take care of our own lives so we know how to manage anxieties and, and live our best life. It's a passion of mine. I, a long time ago in my early 20s, I wrote a life purpose, and that was to enhance people's lives and, and help them uh, make their journey a little bit easier. That felt like my life purpose. And so when I figured out these strategies along with my own clients and students, I thought, whoa, you know, we got to get this out here because it doesn't need to be complicated. It's something we can do most of the strategies right away. They don't cost money, maybe a little effort. Mm-hmm. And the other piece of this, along with with helping people, which what could be a greater calling than helping the world, helping each other? But seeing that in these things that are in our life that are a challenge, what surfaces as a problem has also within it a gift. Right. Right. And, and, you know, and, and thank you for mentioning it like that, because that's true. And we talk about that in the book. Anxiety is part of our human spectrum. And the invitation is how can we make this an opportunity? Cause it's your body talking to you. It's your body saying, Hey, pay attention. And what is it that we need to look at? And that's part of the checklist and part of the checking in. Um, 
it's just a signal. That's all. It's information. So instead of being angry that we have it or feeling we've done something wrong or we're less than, it's just go, okay, what's the message here? What is my body trying to tell me? And so in saying what I'm going to say, I don't want to be at all dismissive because certainly the stresses and the anxiety feel very real and they can be real. But I think looking at this as this opportunity to get to know ourselves better, to just get to know ourselves is is huge and something to really look at welcoming into our life. Right. Yeah. And it's it, it does sound strange. <laughs> I know my clients when they come in and I, you know, when I first suggest that instead of pushing an unpleasant feeling away is bring it in and their eyes nearly pop out of their heads. And I say, well, it's a clue. You know, can we be a detective? Can we be curious about what our body's trying to tell us? And um, yeah, it, and then it starts to make sense. Right. And and then don't we feel so much more empowered for one, but th- there's also a sense of, of wisdom, I think, that comes along with it. Absolutely. And we all have our inner wisdom and each body is different. So, you know, I can offer and, and you and I can offer this smorgasbord of ideas. And really, it's about the individual and you know, what feels right for you? What's going to work for you? What inspires you? It's all, we're all a little bit different. And so it's not a yes or no or do or whatever. And I think, you know, as we, you know, come into this, what's going on in our society, this polarization and conflict, again, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's in a different spot. Um, people feel more comfortable in one area, but not in another you know, can we be a little more accepting? Can we be kind and be open to that we're all individuals and that there really isn't a right or wrong here except maybe a comfort zone? Right. And and, and part of it, too, being like feeling like, oh, no, it's my way. I know what's right. And, and yeah. realizing that there are just so many shades of gray, I guess, or just so many shades that we need, that it's important to take a look at and listen and to. And you it. know what's interesting, and you, you already know this, I'm sure, is that when, when we take this stance of I'm right, you're wrong, there's actually a lot of stress that goes with that. Um, because it's, it's, Again, and it's interesting because I know you mentioned the word warrior, um, and I'm going to use a different word, a fighter. You know, if we if we need to um, make our point or feel uh, um, justice or justified or righteous in a certain way, that is actually uh, stress-causing. So, you know, we, we may want to step back and just go, okay, is this causing me stress? And if it is, it's something just to look at, and it doesn't mean it's a right or wrong. However, it may mean that we've got to perhaps go a little bit more with the flow or understand that someone else has a different opinion, and we've got to keep listening to what's going to make us feel comfortable. It may not be the same as for somebody else, right? Right. How do you recommend when you meet with people, when we're talking about this right now and someone is is hearing this and thinking, but how do I do that? How can I possibly uh, t- 
realize that somebody else could have the right answer. How how do you approach that, well, Elka? I come back to what feels right for you. And and there's so many different ways of feeling comfortable and safe. And if we were to talk, and I think, you know, before we were talking about masks, no masks, uh, vax, no vax, back and forth, all these, this, um, there's so much polarization going on. And I don't think it needs to be is, you know, where, like, if we can be comfortable with our freedom of choice, so here's the thing is what's comfortable for me. So if I'm really, really uncomfortable, then maybe, you know, if I'm scared or I'm worried that I can stay home, there's so many things that we've done as a community to support each other. People have volunteered to pick up, you know, groceries back and forth or get whatever you need. Some of the stores, well, a lot of the stores have offered curbside and whether we need it or not, it's a lovely, <laughs> a lovely service because we don't have to do anything. They do all the running around and and present our purchase to us, which you know is pretty incredible if that's what we want. And so there's many ways of making ourselves feel comfortable. And if we're comfortable, you know, shopping, and if we're comfortable being with our family group and being with people, that's okay too. It's what's so important. And there's so many ways of being careful. And being, um, you know, I don't, I, I hesitate using the word safe because I think it's been overused, but um, that's why I say comfortable. And also maybe responsible. Um, as a therapist, I have my own office. I'm responsible for my clients. I was way before all this anyways. And, um, you know, so what does that look like for, you know, anybody? And what does it look like for our family? So there's so many questions that I will guide a client through and, you know, you can ask yourself, okay, what makes me feel comfortable? You know, what are the steps that I need to take to feel good and in whatever situation? And, and so that's how I I approach it. Right. So these are things that we need to consider, to think about, and to really see how to incorporate it into our lives. Because, you know, a year ago, we thought, okay, this this is going to end, this pandemic. But now it's, you know, it's, there's, all, there's all these evolutions, and it keeps morphing and changing. And maybe the thing is, we have to realize this is, this is life today. This is all we know is that we have today, and and to learn how to use this as um as that game piece. How do I use this to using your word to be comfortable in my life, and then go the step of how will others be comfortable in their life? I can't control it, but just to maybe be aware of that. Absolutely, and um, you know, and and that's. What so you know you mentioned word uh, word considerate like being considering and considerate and also I want to add responsible and so it's it's like how is that other person feeling are they comfortable you know if someone comes up and approaches me then I know they're comfortable so I'm okay with that so it's like you know each situation is different. And the other thing, what's so interesting, and you mentioned about all these variances and things, well, we're constantly in evolution. We're constantly, uh, we were born, you and I were born 
in uh, bacteria and viruses and all kinds of things already. And so this isn't new. And, um, you know, and what I like is maybe people are hand-washing more because that's uh, still the number one way of of controlling this and not touching your face. And I love that the stores are so much cleaner. So there's a lot of nice things that have happened, and um, and it's good. I think those are good things. And then how can we do that and feel good again, you know, getting into our vehicles or or coming home? And the first things, you know, a lot of us that are healthcare workers, uh, we're already used to, as soon as we go in the house, we wash our hands. It's just a habit that we've learned over the years and a long time before, you know, 2020 happened. So, Yes, that famous 2020. Which yes, is, it's famous. <laughs> <laughs> and infamous at the same time. Absolutely. So, And again, you know, how can we look at opportunities and how can we be creative? And, and I think... That's that. You asked me prior, you know, how am I doing? And I had to also work through this. And and it's about being creative. It's about what is inspiring me, what excites me. And I have all that in my life. And, you know, whether it's my garden, my family, my pet, you know, growing vegetables, um, my hobbies, they're all there. They didn't go away. So putting our focus on, you know, what builds us up, what to be the best version that we can be and the best healthy body version as well as mental version. So being the healthiest version takes into account where, not just uh, where we go out in the world, but but those thoughts. Mm. We can make ourselves so ill by thinking about those things, and we we haven't even had to venture outside our door. Let's let's talk a little bit about how we can create all of that within us, all the fear and tension, and and it's not necessary. Absolutely, and that thank you for bringing that up. We have fifty to seventy thousand thoughts a day, and. You know, it's. I think it's important, um, well, and again, this is just an opinion. Uh, if you think it's important to keep up on world events, okay, just spend a small time on that, whether it's 20 minutes, 5 minutes, an hour, whatever. Everybody's tolerance is a little bit different. However, once you're, once you're informed, <laughs> then live the rest of your life. Like all the rest of those 60,000 thoughts we can put into kindness, our uh, love, our inspiration, our hobbies, whether it's our work. Both you and I, we, we both really enjoy our work. So it's being like very, very present in that work. And what I noticed, and it doesn't matter which end of the um, um, side or whatever side you're on, it doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right or however you want to say that, if it's fear-based, it's going to cause stress and anxiety, and 90% of illnesses are caused by stress. And that's, that's not an ALCA fact. That's just out there. Uh, your doctor will tell you that, too. And so 90% of illnesses are caused by stress, and, of course, fear is part of that stress. So, and you're right. We, you know, if we're... Um, 
using our thoughts and going into that fear or stressful place, it's actually going to hurt us. So what we want to do is go into the place of, you know, what inspires us. Is it your garden? Is it your neighbor? Is it a pet? Uh, So many things, right? Right. And, you know, it's also, if, and that's great, you know, I think to be able to stay home. I love to be in my yard. Some people have called it an oasis. Yes, it feels very comfortable. And yet I go out into the world and out in the world where there can be a thought of those fears, but being able to bring that kind of feeling of peace, even with a mask on, I think we can still smile at people. It transfers through the mask. I guess it comes through our eyes. And and I think it helps people to feel better. I think we have that much power within us to to project that and, and share that with people. Absolutely. And, and I think it's about remembering that we are connected energetically. And our energy field, and again, this is not woo-woo with science, our energy field actually extends beyond our body and And um, I actually uh, prepare myself when I go out and, you know, make sure I'm grounded, that I'm loving. And then, yes, smile, 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 because we all miss that and we need that and we need eye contact. And it's how and bringing that energy. And you're right. We do feel it. And and it's interesting. uh, We can also pick it up from others, you know, if they're holding their body tense or they're feeling fearful you can see it. And so the best we can do is exude that kindness, that love, that body language, the confidence, that groundedness and comfort as well, because that's going to ripple out. And it's, it's been pretty interesting is, you know, I've noticed if I've been tense, my dog, certainly he, he picks up on it. And, um, you know, then the experience might not be as positive. However, if I'm grounded and and really happy and, and exuding that, it's it's been a great experience. So this is something we can choose. And it could be, in a way, maybe it is instantaneous, but typically it's something that's going to be progressive and just... Mm-hmm. It begins with the idea, right? That thought. This is what I yep. choose to be. And then each day you just build on it. Each moment you build on it. And and that's true. And I think, you know, with this change, there's so much change happening as um, many communities uh, don't have, aren't wearing masks anymore. Many, many facilities aren't. And yet... Um, you know, some of my clients, they're so nervous to take off their mask, um, even in, in a place where, you know, whatever, whatever it has been deemed um, clear, I guess I want to say. But so there's, there's this change that keeps happening and um, that creates some discomfort. So, again, it's about going slow, doing small steps, and even the thing with your thoughts is, you know, start listening to inspirational sayings and mantras and and just keep that up and know that, you know, it might not feel perfect. (laughs) You might not believe it, but um, Wayne Dyer said, fake it till you make it. (laughs) And eventually your brain gets the idea, oh, 
it is it's it is a good day today right yes because when we really if we really analyze it then we see that whatever we had been thinking and what seemed comfortable isn't necessarily so great and we do as human beings we're so fortunate to have that choice of what will I choose to think? What will I then learn to to think differently and to be differently? Absolutely. And that's one thing um, we do have is in between our ears, we have control over our thoughts. We do. And, um, you know, we have a choice. We can choose. It's the same world that we look out into or walk out into, it's the same. So how are we going to go into it? Are we going to go into it in a positive way and looking at opportunities and being kind and open, or are we going to go into it in a fearful, uh, suspicious way? It's the same world. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that, that again, allows us that opportunity to grow, to step back, take the time to to think about who we are and what we want and and you you suggest making a checklist of the things that do create anxiety for us and and work with that absolutely and then and then we do the opposite so we we do our checklist and our check in you know where where have we gone with it or what's in our life that's created this stress you know, is it maybe even something that's on our plate or literally what we've eaten? You know, we can do that checklist. However, we can also do the other checklist of, you know, what builds us up, what what inspires us, what what lifts our spirits. Right. And that can be so illuminating once we, <clears throat> we journal it or write it down and just really take time to think about it. Yeah, and one of the quickest ways, and and I know you and I have talked about this and you've talked about it with other guests, is gratitude. And and when I'm present and in the now, like right now, is my feeling of gratitude is so big. And there's part of a quote that I'll say is, to live in gratitude is to live in heaven. I'm paraphrasing it. However, when we walk around with gratitude, we're certainly raising our vibration. We're certainly in that love and kindness space, and it does elevate how we feel. Yes, and and it really costs nothing. It's one of no. and it, yet it's one of the greatest gifts we can have, and then we can share. Absolutely, and I there is so much that we can do that doesn't actually cost something except maybe a change in thought or Mm. a little bit of effort on our part, for sure. Yes. As you talk about, loosely paraphrasing um, a a quote, uh, there's one of my favorites that guides me, and I don't know that I've shared it with you before, but if I have, it's one that that I love and I think bears repeating. And um, it's, it's that... The world is already so tough. How can I be anything but kind? Hmm. And I think it wraps up very much in the gratitude as well. And keeping that, you know, the, the idea of 
being kind, just it's it's that vibration of having a smile and connecting with someone. Absolutely. And we need to connect. Um, we're meant to be together. We're meant to be in groups, tribes, families. We're, we're meant to be together. And it's so important to connect. And, and that takes away uh, so much stress, actually. It's important. We need to connect. And in these days, there's, we have to be creative about what, how those connections may happen. And uh, there are, yeah, we have a, a list of different ways to do that that, is, that fits and is comfortable for each individual, hopefully is comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I want to mention letter writing. I know oh, not too many people actually write formal letters. I think people still send cards. I I just hope that that you know how precious that still is. That when someone gets a card that it's it's there, it's on the desk or it, you know, becomes part of a book or part of a journal and it doesn't go away where emails or texts, they're very temporary. Mm -hmm. And when that screen goes down, it seems like it's gone. However, a letter or a card, they stick around and just know it gets read over and over again. So very, very special way of connecting. Yes, I'm glad that you mentioned that. I think it it definitely has been meaningful in my life when going back and clearing out some of my parents' uh, belongings, coming across mm. those that old correspondence was like, oh, kind of reliving that time. And, and I think, you know, so many people save those. Even today, It's because it's more rare, they probably really save them. Absolutely. I know I do, and I appreciate them when I come across, you know, a letter or a thank you letter. And then... Um, I remember, too, when my son was in university and I didn't get to see him very often, I would send him pictures. And they weren't always current pictures but um, and cards. And the one time, well, the few times I did visit him, there they were all, all on his dresser. So it's very <laughs> meaningful, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think more than, than you know. And um, so it encouraged listeners, you know, if you haven't written a letter, it might be a pretty cool way to reach out. Yes, something very, very loving and kind to do. Very much so. And I think these are all such wonderful ideas that any of us can do to whatever degree we want to, and and whatever degree then is certainly valuable. But also to say that sometimes the anxieties can be really, really strong or deep, and sometimes mm. then it requires reaching out for some help, some professional help. Absolutely, and the book has a lot of strategies that will help people or help parents help, you know, loved ones or children or um not that children aren't loved ones, but anyway. <laughs> uh, and you're right. Sometimes the anxiety is very debilitating. And in that case, um, you know, you would want to reach out to some professional help or a coach. And uh, just remember, we're not meant to do this life alone. Uh, we're meant to do it together. 
So it's really okay to reach out. Yes, absolutely. So the book, though, is really such a wonderful resource. The stories, you know, we can resonate. It's so easy to pick up and just flip through and find something that just seems to be meant for this moment. So Anxiety Warrior is available um, through the website, right, and through any of our favorite book sources. Yep. It's also as an ebook, and it's also available as an audio and, um, yeah, the easiest way is to go to anxietywarrior.ca, and then you can find it on whatever platform you're comfortable with, for sure. Absolutely. I, I think I'm asking that it our listeners to really consider this, embrace this, because uh, we know that there is so much stress in the world right now, and we have a choice on what part we want to play in that. And I hope that we're choosing to be the ones who want to be the solution. Let's let's mm. be, you know, the answer to what is needed at this time and 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 know that we can do that. You know, each of us, whoever we are, is capable of doing that. Yeah. And and I think back to your favorite word kind <laughs> is you know, how maybe ask yourself how we can be kind. How can we be kind when we go out in the world? What can we do to be kind? And sometimes it's even how we ask a question or how we phrase a comment and, um, you know, think about how can we do that in a kind way. And, and that will be part of the solution because the people around you will relax and hopefully come up with whatever strategies need to be in that situation. Yes, so true. Well, Elka Schultz, too quickly, time passes, and <laughs> we have to say, oh, it's a wrap for, for this time. But it's always so wonderful, so inspiring to be able to spend time with you, to get insights, and to see how we do have so much power within us, and we are able to be these, well, I'm going to call us agents, agents of good and kindness, and then to feel the gratitude of it all. Absolutely. And thank you. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Kate. My pleasure. That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Elka Schultz and Sunday Morning Magazine with Yasmin Abu Talib. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of becoming more informed and finding calm. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 1069. Good morning. Good morning.